minty tea tonight you're being proper sensible aren't you yeah tell I me am. why you... i've got to look after myself why is that well just you have to don't you generally do you, have do you, to. Is it, you you're not into all that <laughs> in lockdown i've let it go a little bit you know let it go no I'm, I'm all right i'm all right i'm all right good 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 how are you you just said I've, I'm, I'm normal, normal things and that, yeah, as normal as one can be in the current situation, I guess. Yes. That, well, you mean the, the, the lockdown? <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing else has happened. No, I've not been so murderous recently. I've sort of decided to go on a diet, so to speak. Well, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to get out and, uh. Do do your stuff that you normally do. People aren't walking home, you know, drunk from the pub, middle of the night on their own anymore. So I can't, you know, I can't operate in the way no. that I used to. No, it's it's not it's not as easy for you, is it? It's not. It's really, really, really. The one thing the government did not, you know, foresee is that they're interrupting the trade of of serial murderers. Yes, and the thing is, you didn't really get into it for the challenge. No, did you? no, 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 no. It was it's a, it's a numbers game for you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it was easy, you know, and I took advantage. Yeah. So, who did? Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, so what did you have for dinner? Good question. Fair question. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I had a I had a beef stew tonight. Mm. Sounds uh, sounds yes. good. Yeah, Winter it was meal. nice. Yeah, mm. it was. Um, I had it with some mashed potatoes and some green vegetables. Oh, yeah, they sound that sounds exotic actually. With the I haven't yeah, heard it's of very yeah. yes. Yeah. The beef stew bit not that exotic, but the vegetables. But, but when you add the uh, mashed potatoes, it's mm. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> what did you have? I had uh, one thing that you took the piss out of me of recently. And Is then, it milky fish? And then, yes, and then retracted. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Soaked it in milk for like, you know, five to ten minutes. And then you, you I'm going to, these are inverted commas I'm putting up here, listeners. Batter it with mm. flour laden with salt and pepper. And then you just pan fry it. And I had it with nice. tender stem broccoli and some scented mint and coriander rice. It was delightful. Cool, get you, eh? And then, you, you know, sprinkle a bit of... Um, uh, sweet chilli sauce with it. Well, that uh, makes my beef stew sound relatively dull. Well, you know, I, I had something, I guess, slightly exotic and, and Asian-inspired, and, and you had something classically British. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was an Irish stew or an English stew. British Doesn't Isles. Matter. I mean, all stews matter. But <laughs> so you had something kind of Anglo-Saxon, shall we say. Yes, uh, sourced. The ingredients were all sourced from a British supermarket. So it's boring now, isn't it? It's boring. This. <laughs> I mean, we're, I'm getting bored of talking about it. I can't imagine what people listen. They probably just turned it off, haven't they? Quite possibly. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this week's headlines with me, Prince Philip. And me, Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> Escaped cow charges into hospital waiting room and attacks patients. Moo. Pigs, <laughs> Pigs can be trained to play video games with their snouts, study reveals. What, a minesweeper? Naked attraction male contestant escorted off of show for having excited manhood. Boing. <laughs> police investigating. Uh, police investigating after woman says gust of wind made her pregnant. <laughs> Randy, man's pancakes spark outrage as people say it's worse than Weetabix and beans. There's a follow-up for you. Oh. Police looking for man who pooed in unlocked cars at garages. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that that's. 
a, a, you know, an example that's perfect to, for, to make people focus on their security. You know. Keep, yeah, if keep, someone can get in your car and poo in it, then you've you've messed up. You know, I don't blame the guy. I don't blame the pooer. Have. I don't blame the pooer. I blame the pooey. <laughs> yeah, the the messer, not the messy. <laughs> Indeed. The other and way he around. did leave it messy. Even. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't mention messy again, for God's sake. I know. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no! Oh. I retract my previous comments. Uh, about so big news this week as I, I i know you know because you're out researching it just like i am earth shattering uh, yeah shall i hit it off yeah i mean i think you should go first well i get my this week this uh, i sourced my news from lad bible because mm, mm. i'm such a lad well that for, for that reason but the main reason of course is that they're really on the cusp of current affairs aren't they yeah, and it's lad Bible, so they're religiously lads. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's 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 they're not they're not lads. Lads are them. <laughs> they're not lads. About. Lads are them. Oh, that's great. I like yeah. that. That should be their. Like, Thank you, lad Bible. We're not lads. Lads are us. Yeah, lads are us. Yeah, <laughs> Lazarus. Lazarus. He's um, a religious figure. Okay. The headline is: Woman so annoyed by the sound of people breathing, she asked doctors to make her deaf. Right, and of course the doctor just goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Hand me a scalpel. Yeah, there you go. Just right now, put your tilt your head over to one <laughs> side. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I need a ha- I need a scalpel. I need a mallet. Yeah. Can you go? And get- yeah. Okay. There we go. Right. Done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah done. <laughs> oh. I th- did she say deaf, not dead? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> a woman says she hates the sound of breathing so much she asked doctors if they could make her deaf. Karen, would be Karen, Karen from Scotland <laughs> called, into, called into today's episode, I don't know if it's today's episode, of This Morning, where she spoke to hosts Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford about living with a condition which is called misophonia. So it's a real thing, this. Misophonia, okay. Um, people who suffer from misophonia have a strong response to certain sounds. In Karen's case, breathing. Speaking on the, on the show... Oh, she's from Scotland, okay. Speaking on the show, she <laughs> said, So it's the noise of people breathing. When I hear it, the more angry I get. The louder I hear it, the angrier I get. I right. just need the noise to stop. And that's how I feel. I just get so angry. Can I make um, a suggestion as, at this point in the article here? Please. I please. think she needs to bunk up with a certain uh, me? road safety officer who went missing from a, some other region in Scotland recently. Uh, are you aware of what I'm referring to? Alan. Alan, Alan the mannequin. Yeah. Yes, because he doesn't breathe, of course. There we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> I'll suggest it. And, you know, uh, her so road that she lives on will be really safe in terms of the speed of the vehicles moving down it. Mm. Well, not if he keeps getting kidnapped. This is true. So that's what she said to um, the hosts on this morning. But as Eamon quite rightly pointed out, he's from Northern Ireland. And they can't stop breath. They can't stop because they need to breathe. <laughs> kind know. of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to which Karen, to which Karen admitted, and that's the problem. It's a good conversation. Very good. Um, asking her to unpack what it is that makes her so angry, Ruth said, "When you said breathing, I thought you meant heavy panting or breathing loudly, but just softly breathing." And yes, it turns out that just normal breathing is enough to get right on Karen's nerves. She explained, if someone is deliberately, excuse me, (laughs) is deliberately breathing to annoy me, that doesn't bother me. But if it's somebody just breathing, that triggers me. So if someone's going, (sighs) that's that's not an issue for her. Someone's hyperventilating at her. Intentionally, yeah. yeah. That, That makes zero sense that she can be if you're on a bus with her and you don't know her Mm. watch out right yeah i mean it makes it's weird to me that it's a phonia and not a phobia and i wonder if there's some i don't know the science of this or the clinical could be a typo so (laughs) but your phobia means that that means (laughs) that means irrational fear is phonia yeah. something else like irrational annoyance because that's all i'm hearing here to be I honest i think it is yeah yeah it's hatred yeah um 
the situation is so bad that Karen has even asked if there's a, any way doctors can make her deaf. She told the host, I did ask the doctor one time if I could get an operation to make me deaf, but they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. Mm, Harsh. Strange. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, isn't that, surely that's one of the NHS uh, operations that they offer. Yeah, you know, they, you they, do, they do all sorts of things, you know, abortions, deafness. Yeah. Uh, blindness. Blindness. They'll take away one of your yeah. senses. That's fine. Yeah. Limbs. They take away limbs. They do. You've just got to get diabetes first, haven't you, really? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but no, Joe, misophonia. Misophonia, meaning a hatred of sound, is a proposed neurological condition in which certain sounds trigger emotional or physiological responses others may deem unreasonable. So you, you would say the sound of someone breathing, it would be unreasonable to hate that. It would be. It's like it's like hating daylight or food, isn't it? Hate is such a strong word. But that's is that the word that's literally coming out of that article? Hate. Hatred. Hatred. Well, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fascinating. So, is there, I'm, are I'm, there any noises that annoy um, that annoy you? Well, as you know, you know, a big part of my life is being a sound engineer. Uh, so. I have dealt with some strange things, I'll be honest, in the sound I world. I bet you have, yeah. Uh, one thing I'm I'm working on at the moment actually is a, a band, an artist, who writes songs from the perspective of a dog. Uh, Sorry, I, is, it, is this a joke? Is this a wind-up? It's actually not, no. Uh, I, 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 I uh, hope that they don't mind me... Uh, Speaking about this, and I, I, I you mean, say artist. <laughs> it's strange but beautiful. It's a sure. fascinating thing. It's a it's an artistic thing. It's a you know. Is it just license. like high pitched whistles so that only dogs can hear it? No, the lyrics are designed to to discuss the world from the perspective of a dog. It's not for me. No, it's got some dog noises and dog sound effects in it. Anyway, that's that's uh, yeah, that's why. I'm... Is one of them who let? Is it who let the dogs out? It's not. Is that one of the? Oh, that could be. You know, one of one of the songs from this universe, but uh, it's not that. No. Anyway, yeah. I feel like I've 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 derailed your story here. One thing I want to add in is that I think Karen could be the kidnapper of Alan, of Alan the. Uh... Why would she? What? Because she she wanted him because he doesn't breathe. Because she wants a silent partner who doesn't breathe. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, don't rule anything out. That's 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 my motto. I've always said that, haven't I? You have always. I've got quite a few mottos. <laughs> I can't remember many of them, but that one definitely that one definitely springs to mind. That one definitely was one, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Breathing. Uh, bruise hatred I'm going to call that <laughs> I liked it uh, thank you very much um, what was your report well, who are you today Rebecca Vardy Rebecca Vardy thank you Rebecca Vardy well uh, me as as Prince Philip I've got a great story from you here for you here not from you as long as you're up to it as long as you're feeling up to it well it's um, it's interesting that you say that because I know that this may upset some viewers slash listeners. Uh, it, it could make some people squeamish. So, right. you know, this is similar to one of those epilepsy warnings at the beginning of movies that have flashing lights in it, right? Okay, so, that, so you're, just, you're just laying this down, turn off now if you're... If you don't like piss. How about that? <laughs> Right, I'm going to go then. <laughs> anyone who does like piss, anyone, people who like piss, stick around. Yeah. I think that's most of our listeners. <laughs> so it's from the Daily Star. So, you know, all the red tops here. And the, the headline is, Fetish models are selling vagina-scented masks and charge double if stained with urine. Yummer, yummer, yummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, this opens up a whole world that i was only sort of barely aware of a fetish world online of people who sell essentially soiled undergarments and sometimes socks as well um socks 
I know. So it's sometimes soiled or sometimes just used. Cock uh, socks. No, just socks. But, but oh, probably, socks. I bet someone's selling cock socks. Yeah. So one mask seller explains how she wears them inside her underwear. So she's putting these masks inside her panties, I guess, or whatever kind of underwear she's wearing. Well, that's she's doing it completely wrong. Yeah, that's, that's not going to protect her from anything. Well, I mean, no, it's not. For she puts inside her underwear for twenty four hours before sending them to her customers, but charges double for a mask if she has urinated on it. So if she's wet herself. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she necessarily goes out and wets herself, and that makes the oh, smell she just a bit more places authentic. the mask under the stream of her urine. I, I expect that's the method. Yeah, I don't. That, I don't that's the technicality. Think, of it. Can you imagine if it's like <laughs> if it's more, if it's worth more, if it's like, well, this one, this particular mask, actually, I wet myself in public. I was in the queue at Starbucks, and I just yeah. that's three hundred pounds. That one. Oof. How much? <laughs> So there really is no crisis so great that someone that someone sorry can't make an opportunity out of it. And for the women and a few men who sell their used knickers on fetish sites like Sniffer, oh, God, <laughs> Sniffer and all things Sniffer. worn, <laughs> Sniffer and all things worn, the pandemic has opened a whole new possibility. Face masks. Sorry, is that, is that Sniffer.com or .co.uk? I haven't looked it up and I will not. Uh, no, I mean, get it I into my internet matter. history. I don't, yeah. I don't, not worried about it. Just tell me later. Yeah, just pop a VPN on before you uh, Google that, yeah? Uh, face masks is the new opportunity. Face masks that smell of their intimate areas. Mm. Mm. But mm. the thing is about a face mask is it's pressed against your face. We're not just talking about a fragrance like a fucking uh, burning a candle in a room. No. That, like, this is not... <laughs> The thing as well, with, with any any smell that you like, whatever it may be, you know, flowers, perfume, vaginas, whatever, I mean, it, any smell that's nice, you want a little bit, a little sniff here and there, a yeah. little waft. You don't want it constantly on your face the whole time, do you? That's For me, that's overexposure, you know. Uh, one thing as a, as I studied music production at university, and one thing that one thing that we studied in that is when you're creating a piece of music, you cannot overexpose the audience to one particular technique because they become fatigued by that very quickly and it no longer has the same impact in terms yeah. of creating a piece of music. And I think that, that applies to everything. Overexposure means something gets boring. Yeah, and they, they said that. And they said, also, Joe, can you take those knickers off your head, please? Yes, I was... It's very off-putting. Yeah, uh, particularly those ones that smell of vagina. Um, mm. uh. So the face masks in question in this story, the face masks, typically disposable surgical masks, are kept inside the seller's underwear or in another intimate spot. Uh, I I don't want to. Uh, let's not go further on that. What another intimate spot might be for long enough Bumhole? to pick it. Yeah, for long enough to pick up a scent before being sold on the site for up to two hundred and fifty dollars. That's one hundred and eighty pounds. That's a, that's a lot. That's outrageous. They're often sold in conjunction with private photos showing the seller naked or in a state of undress, or just with the mask Four. on. Four. <sighs> Is there some sort of guarantee on how long the smell will last? I don't think there is any way that one could guarantee that. No. Um, okay. Um, okay. So, aside, but before I finish this story, I want to discuss a side story that somehow. Money managed to escape our, you know, the long arm of our news feelers that we put out onto the internet for our news. And it might have been yeah. because I was away, but this was back from 2020. Now, have you heard of Gwyneth Paltrow selling uh, fragranced scented candles? I have, yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of news about it. It's, the, it's her own, should we say, personal fragrance? <laughs> very personal potentially yeah it's yeah. called, it's is, called it, is this a real thing then yeah yeah it's called bougie parfume is i think the the brand for it and it's it's a scented candle and the name of the scented candle is this smells like my vagina gwyneth paltrow's vagina yeah and and i did i'm a just gonna bit... write that down <laughs> 
<laughs> I did a little bit of Googling about it, and it's supposedly between Gwyneth Paltrow and the person who uh, she was making these candles with. Obviously, she has to work with someone. She can't do it herself. A manufacturer yeah. or some sort of representative for a company or whatever. She was sending, he, sorry, was sending these candles to Gwyneth Paltrow. And Gwyneth Paltrow jokingly said, this one kind of smells like vagina. And it went from there, apparently. That they end up producing oh, okay. a candle that's, that's called This Smells Like My Vagina. And I suppose, in a way, it's a smart marketing thing because it gets loads of press. So, and so, Okay, so it's not specifically based on her vagina. I don't think they sampled a swab of, of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina and modelled the scent on that, no. I imagine... I mean, I'm just saying, I think she'd have quite a nice smelling vagina. As they come, probably, yeah. <laughs> As they come. Sometimes they do, yeah. Very rarely. Very so, rarely. <laughs> well, <laughs> that depends on you, though, really. One seller who uses the name Lacey Sniffs, that's right, Dave, mm, Lacey Sniffs, lovely. told Vice, a lot of my clientele fetishise scents, so being able to have a mask full of my fragrances pressed tightly against their face and being able to deeply inhale my sense can be a highly euphoric and a highly erotic experience for some. Oh, I mean, I tell you, you wouldn't like this is old Karen from Scotland. No, she wouldn't like to hear people sniffing and breathing into, uh, used soiled masks. Absolutely not. She says that she used to sell used socks but started selling face marks a few months ago due to public demand. <laughs> no. Public demand. No. If a mask has just been pressed... This is great. This, this sort of lays out her pricing. Here we go. If a mask has just been pressed against her body for 24 hours, she charges $5. She's cheap. But the that's, price... That's reasonable. That's very reasonable. Yeah, you're considering it. But the price doubles if she's urinated on it, she says. Oh, okay. Mm. One more bit before I finish this article, Dave, then. So another seller who goes under the name Sydney 77 Tan Lines. <laughs> it's a great name. That is a great uh, name. Speaking on the Reddit used panties forum, has been selling... Well, sorry, used... <laughs> sorry, there's a forum called... There's a forum yeah, yeah. on Reddit called grab, grab your used pen. panties... Yeah, grab your pen, Used yeah. panties forum. Okay. Reddit used yeah. panties forum, yeah, there we go. Uh, has been selling used masks for about three months. She says buyers like her masks because they can share something very private and intimate with me right out in the open, in public. No, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So they're walking around. No one knows. That's it. I guess that's the thrill, isn't it? It's almost like voyeurism, but in a way, the opposite. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. It's very thrilling. It's so thrilling. Oh. What was her name again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, two quite ridiculous stories. They, Yeah, somewhat, yeah. Your, yours quite revolting. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, if I think about this for too long, I'm going to get squeamish because mm. it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit wrong, isn't it? It's a little bit wrong. Talking of revolting, Joe. Yeah. So that's all this muck about middle names, shall we? <laughs> nice uh, segue there, yeah. <laughs> Terrible link, that is. That's <laughs> awful. So we've, it's a big day in the Middle Names World Cup. Big day. Uh, we're, we're at the semi-finals. And big deal, yeah. We, there's a lot riding on this one. There's a lot riding on this one. We've got, for example, the final effort from number one fan Dan as off mic in the semi-finals. We've got uh, young Jay Madigan's suggestion of Chelsea. Yeah. We have Good David team. Turner's suggestion of Dave Hannafin, which oh, I just, I really am hoping for Dave Hannafin to be victorious. And finally, we have Prim and Brian Tansel's suggestion of Handsome, which is very generous to you, I think. The in-laws. In I mean, they're only being honest. Very supportive. Uh, so that, that's that. There's a lot riding on this. This is a really big moment, almost bigger than the final in a way, I guess, because the final is literally a fifty-fifty shout, uh, <laughs> and you know that. And, yeah. the, and the mo this is twenty-five seventy-five. I guess so. 
I guess so. Is that right? <laughs> I don't think that's how probability works, no. No? But no well, I, I don't 50, know. 50. I thought we were working in fractions. Yeah. So I just went for that. Well, the, I know for sure I mean, that the final is it's a coin toss, but the, I, in, yeah, yeah. They've each, they each had a 25% chance, I suppose. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not important. Not really. People know how semi-finals and finals work. I hope so. I hope so. But at least yeah. they will have learnt from the epic Middle Names World Cup over the last few weeks. Well, I wish all the teams, all the names, the best of luck. And um, here's what happened in the semi-finials. Hello and welcome to the uh, semi-finals of the Middle Name World Cup. We have two fixtures for you. That's generally what happens in semi-finals. Yeah. Joe, hence the semi. What are those? Um, what are the teams? We have Chelsea versus Dave Hannafin in semi-final Ooh. one. Now this is a, a shame because these are the two that I would prefer to be victors. To be honest with you, and then semi-final fixture two, we have Handsome versus Off Mike. So there right. we go. Okay. So. so uh, and it, I mean, predictions or, you, I mean, it's hard to predict because it's evenly set intentionally <laughs> by us. <laughs> evenly. Well, I think that, you know, overall throughout the tournament, I'm just scrolling back now through the fixtures to remind myself. I am as well. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The, the kind of Mourinho team, you know, the, the slow and quiet cautious victor here is mm. clearly Dave Hannafin. We started out... Yeah, and the... I, I am much like that in real life as well, actually. You are. You're, you calculated your... Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, what? That's a compliment, isn't it? You're, you're calculated. It means that, you, you know... You... I'm slow, cautious, calculated <laughs> and always victorious. Yeah, yeah. Well, as, a, as a, generally, but not, not your attributes as a player on the pitch. You know, you're quick and agile on the pitch, right? Thank you. <laughs> uh, you big so... flirt. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in, this, in the round of 16, we had Dave Hannafin, a 1-0 victory over Bum Bum. Right? Mm, yeah. And then we had... Dave Hannafin, a 2-1 victory over Montana in the quarterfinal. Mm. And now we have Dave Hannafin versus Chelsea. And of course, Chelsea are playing a similar kind of form, really. If we go back to the round of 16, Chelsea beat Seaman 2-1. Right. Not big scoring. Yeah, that. And then in the semi-final, Chelsea beat Vihan 1-0. So both Chelsea and Dave Hannafin are playing this kind of you know, typically Italian or slash Mourinho style of football, organised, yeah. so good So it could be a, a really extremely boring game it, then. It could be potentially a penalties, couldn't it? <laughs> but this, should we find out? Yeah, we should, yeah. So let's go down to our commentary team, shall we, on the pitch side? Yes, absolutely. Uh, who, I believe, uh, well, let's go down to them, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Hello, this is your commentary team. We sound a lot like you. <laughs> I'm Martin Tyler. And I'm Gary Neville. Of course you are. Uh, right. Let, well, let's. Without further ado, um, we'll let the referee kick off the game. Here he goes. <laughs> Kicked Ooh, off. Chelsea versus Dave Hannafin. Already. I, I, I don't know who I, who I want to win. So Dave Hannafin's got to win. Just going to enjoy it. Well, we've had almost no. Oh, well, more attempts for Chelsea. Halftime nil nil. Uh, we we called it already. Possession is negligent. <laughs> Cautious. Come on. Oh, it's 1 0 to Dave oh. Hannafin. Yes. Forward 65, two. 70 minutes. Come on, Dave Hannafin. Oh, they, can they hold minutes. on? Can they hold on? Of course they can. It it's a Mourinho like team. Yes. He's done it. Dave Hannafin. <laughs> Victors. You're happy with that? Into I'm, the final. I, I just feel like throughout this tournament, my favourites have suffered. I'll be honest. The likes of Seaman, the likes of Bum Bum, the likes of Brent. They've either been knocked out without playing a game of football or they've been knocked out with playing a game of football, you know? Mm. And uh, I, I'm now rooting wholly for Dave Hannafin, Victor. Yeah, you're going for it, yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be it, it would be a good full night, full name. Dave, Dave, Hannafin, Hannafin. I feel like justice will be done for both of us. I'll get the thrill of knowing that you have a stupid middle name. But you don't mind it. Brilliant. 
I mean, it's easy to remember as well. <laughs> I would be disappointed if you forgot it, yeah. Okay. Should we pause there? That's a good edit point. Yeah. I'll just get this one together. Oh, I'm chuffed about that. <laughs> <coughs> okay, Hanson versus off mic. Yeah. Chelsea. Fucked, mate. Yeah, stick stick it in a hat, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I've noted down the scores this time as well. Okay. Right, ready? Uh, yeah, Here we go want... with... Um, sorry. Sorry. Do it again. <laughs> you can do it if you want, actually. Okay. All right. Semi-final two. Here we go. We've got Handsome and we've got Off Mic. What do you think, Dave? What's your prediction? Ooh. Well, I like Handsome because it's appropriate, obviously. Obviously. The, with the... Uh, yeah. Les yeux. Les yeux. As they say yeah, in... The lid. Francais. Yeah. Um, yeah, off mic. I think that's one of Dan's, isn't it? Yeah, is that's... because that most of my good best stuff is off mic? I think so, yeah. And, you know, the the... the the record the podcast recordings that we do actually don't put you in the best light and you know we we, we struggle oh, to right, capture really you. yeah you know you come across i won't say probably best you don't yeah but we're talking about the middle names world cup aren't we uh <laughs> i'm hoping for a high scorer i think you know we had a one nil uh game between chelsea and dave hannafin so i'm hoping for a high scorer so oh, it looks like it look, looking at the pitch there. It looks like all the players are in position. The referee's ready to pull the whistle. Pull the whistle. Yes, I'm amazed you can see that you have a mate, you brilliant sight. I, it's it's far away, but you know, oh, here it goes. <laughs> Kicked off. Oh my God, so. Here we go. And I, this the, these games could both be cautious, you know. They could both because be cautious. you get to this the, the tail end of the competition. And people are careful. Half-time, nil-nil. Possession negligible. Shots on goal is more in the favour of Handsome. Nine attempts on goal. 10-11. 60 minutes gone now. This, I mean, this could have nil-nil written. Oh, oh, it's a late goal for off, Mike. Where did that come from? Out of nowhere. 79 minutes off, Mike. Get the winner. It's all over for Handsome. They are out. Oh, I'm gutted for uh, Prim and Brian Tansel, who suggested that one. And number one fan, Dan, still holds on with a white knuckle grip. Two one nil games. Incredible stuff, Dave. Well done, Dan. Well done. Well, And well done all the competitors. Uh, most of the competitors, I say, actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, been, been, I feel sorry for those exciting. of them that didn't even make it into, didn't even get the chance to play a game of football. I know. I did get moaned at the other day by someone because their name their name was one of the ones that pulled, we pulled out the hat early doors just to get rid of. <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. It was, it was my sister actually. Ah. She said that. She said, "Oh, it's so unfair." I was like, "Well, well, actually, it's really fair <laughs> because it's it? all been out of our hands." That's been the best thing yeah. about this. It couldn't have been fairer, in fact. Not really. There was. No. It was. You know, most things in life are to some extent influenceable by external features, money, politics, blah, blah, blah. This has been completely squeaky clean, right? No chance Absolutely, of influencing yeah. it. No, no, there no. We no it, we're not FIFA. No. <laughs> Good point. We are not. Uh, well, well um, I've been Martin Tyler. And I am Gary Neville. <laughs> I am Gary Neville. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Back to you in the studio. (laughs) Wowzers, how about that, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Typically epic. You know, the Middle Names World Cup has set a precedent for all other tournaments, really, isn't it? In terms of uh, excitement and the lack of ability to make any kind of prediction of anything happening in it. Uh, Absolutely. Wow. Is all I can is my main response. You know, we've got so we, so we go on. I was just going to say we've got Dave Hannafin versus Off Mike in the final. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we have a final. We have a final, and I very nearly have a middle name. Very close, very close. Also, Dave, I think it's appropriate to say that we did a bit of calculation regarding the total number of episodes that we have produced as a podcast, didn't we? 
Yes, we did. Well remembered, <laughs> yes. Uh, we did. Because we do speak when we're not, we speak to each other when we're not doing the podcast as well, don't we? I know friendly, some, of, some of our listeners may struggle with that as a, as a concept, but we do, yes. We're, we're friendly. We're, we're civil. We're on good terms at the moment. We're <laughs> on good terms. We're acquaintances. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're right, absolutely right. The final falls on quite a special episode. Indeed. In, in number terms. Numerical. In numerical total, terms. Yeah. Total number. So we had a bit of a last... Season one lasted for, I think, technically 73 episodes. Because, you know, Dave, you weren't so keen on ending on a shit number, were you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had something like 70 episodes and then a bonus episode or something. Or a couple. That's right, yeah. Um, that weren't actually numbered. So what we've done is we've counted, like any good podcast does, the amount of total episodes that we have. And it turns out that next episode, which will be out next week, is our century. Yeah. So not this one that you're listening to now. This is number 99. But it's not number 99. <laughs> it's number 25. <laughs> but in total, it's, our, it's the 99th episode we've done. Can you believe that, Dave, up around the back? That means some of them, uh, most of them, I think, the majority have been over an hour. So that means we've probably got like 140-odd hours of around the back that we've done over the last three years or something. That's insane. That's a lot of work. And I mean, when you put it like that, it's, it, I, I start to think, is it a bit of a waste of time, <laughs> all those hours that I could have been doing something else? <laughs> something productive. And, uh, I mean, no offence. Yeah. Well, no, I've, no, I'm not taking it. Uh, as we have said in the past, we, we're, we're getting nothing out of this. <laughs> Financially, socially, politically. No. Know, nothing. Even now, we're, we're not even in the same room. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the downstairs cloakroom. That sounds like you've got a large house there. You're in the downstairs cloakroom. <laughs> no. As opposed to uh, no, the uh, upstairs cloakroom. That's, that's just code for toilet. I see. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, wow, we've got a final of the Middle Names World Cup. And Dave, your middle name is either going to be Dave Hannafin or Off Mike. So we've got David yes, Turner's Dave Hannafin. And we've got number one fan Dan's Off Mike. It's going to be an epic i look forward to i say look forward i look to uh finding out which it's going to be and, I uh, certainly we'll try and hear from the people that's that are in the final shall we to try and speak to them i think we shall and we will yes good well good hope this is coming to an end soon it's come that time hasn't it dave <laughs> oh fucking hell <laughs> Not in my day. Over to you then. Not in my day. What's Thank it going to be? This is a, it's a not in my day and it's a football not in my day as well, which is nice. Mm. Um, and this is about um, referee Darren Drysdale. Okay. You know, have you heard about this? Uh, do you know what? I don't think I have. Um, referee Darren Drysdale issues grovelling apology after squaring up to Ipswich judge... As FA investigate clash. That's sorry. That's Ipswich Allen judge, not uh, an Ipswich judge. <laughs> judge <laughs> from Ipswich. Yes. No, I. I. Do you know what? I saw headline and I didn't read the article. Um. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm aware this it's, happened. Have you? I've seen. Have you seen the clip? No. It's quite something. I mean, it's it's funny. It's proper gets in his face. Fucking look at what you're talking about. Like fuck off. I mean, like, my initial, rea- you know, without with doing the worst kind of response to these things a very 2021 response to a news article without actually reading the article and just looking at a headline and a picture my gut response to it is you know what yeah a referee fighting back and going fuck this fuck this abuse i'm getting i'm, I'm yeah, getting in your is face it, is that professional though no it's not but professional no. footballers don't behave very professionally a lot of the time but anyway no. i'll let you continue article and professional, professionalism is and that is what i want and that is what I want. Thank you. Um, so uh, Darren Drysdale has apologised for his unprofessional manner after he squared up to Itchwich Town star Alan Judge. The shocking incident happened after Judge was booked for diving inside the area on 90 minutes 
in his team's clash against Northampton. Okay. The Tractor Boys midfielder protested strongly, pointing at Drysdale. Oh, he pointed at him. That is out of order. There we go. It's deserved. That is out of order. <laughs> um, prompting uh, the referee to push his head into Judge's face. <laughs> Ipswich aces were forced to split up the heated fracas and hold the 49-year-old referee back. Now, in a statement released by the uh, PGMOL, who uh, represent referees, referees, Drysdale has issued a grovelling apology. He said, I fully, I fully, I fully understand that it is important to maintain our composure throughout the game and always engage with players in a professional manner. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did not do that last night and I can only apologise to Alan and Ipswich Dan. Dan. The F... The FA have also confirmed they are investigating the incident. I want to know what was said to make him put his head in his face. So the words I heard the article describe this as is like shocking incident and stuff. Mm. I, I must admit, hearing what you've said, I fall entirely on the side of the referee. Yeah, like it's, the if the thing, moment you, a referee does something like that, it's shocking incident. Oh my god, players do this all the time, and it's just like, oh, footballers. It's like there's that little boy or little naughty girl in the classroom, and they're like, oh, you, you're the naughty one. Oh, who give you a noogie? You get away with it. Yeah. But a good kid who behaves normally does something bad, and everyone's like, you little shit. What you know? Like, but if something's out of character, people get punished more, and that's a, a big injustice in the world. And I, and I, yeah. and I, Dave, Joe Reeves, I speak out against that behaviour. You do. You stand up for justice, don't you? <laughs> Joe for justice. Justice Joe, we call him. I'd be a great. Um, uh, that'd be a TV show. I'd be like Judge Judy. I think when you watch the video, the referee's quite quite a big guy, quite tall, and Alan Judge. I don't know if you know him. He's quite you would say, diminutive. Okay. Um, So I imagine what happened was something along the lines of the referee blows for simulation. He said, you dived. And he, and Alan Judd's gone, you're fucking talking about that, didn't you? You you prick, what are you... And and the referee just gets in the face, what are you going to fucking do about it, lad? Now get out of my face. (laughs) And he, oh, you're in... What do you mean get out of your face? You're in my face. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll get out of your face then. I'll fuck off. I think it went along something. I mean, I don't, that's not verbatim. No, I, I, I expect it's not. Uh, but I, I imagine he did say something like, what are you going to fucking do about it, you little squirt? Probably. Or maybe, you know, he called him a lanky twat or something along that. You know, I'm just, just spitballing, but, you know, it could be. He could have commented on his height or build. Yeah. yeah. Or called him a silly sausage. Could have done. Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you sausage, sunshine. Oh, well, that, mm. Wait, no. whoa, that sounds Her, terrible. Her, or That's it worse. could have been a Zidane versus Matarazzi. You know, your mother is a blah, blah, blah. Sausage. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there you go. I just thought, not in my day. You, I mean, you don't see the referees squaring up to players. Well, you do if you search it on YouTube now. Well, you will um, now. But in our day, of course, wouldn't have happened. But there you go. Not in my day, Joe. Not in my day. However, it did get me thinking. Uh, I do like it when referees act up. Yeah. Do you? I I love it. I love it, yeah. Yeah, I thought you did. I could tell by your, your face. It's one of my favourite things. Um, so I've got some examples of when referees act up. Okay, yeah. Or, or involved in... Or, or let's say they take a bit of the limelight. Right. Not so, th- sometimes through no fault of their own, sometimes very much through fault of their own. I see. So my first example, num- I'm going to say number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is your first one, okay. so yeah. What were you excited to be um, saying? A guy, a guy called Tony Chapron. Yeah. And this is a game uh, between nonce. <laughs> what? I think that's Sorry, the team, the team is nonce or between a nonce and... You decide. All right. Nonce and PSG. Okay, yeah. So, with PSG breaking forward in the final moments of the League One encounter, nonce defender Diego Carlos has a coming together with referee Tony Chapron. Carlos inadvertently clipped Chapron's heels as the official ran across him. 
as Chaperon got back to his feet, he quite clearly kicked out a Carlos. He retaliated, basically. Brilliant. Uh, much to the player's bemusement, that became astonishment when Chaperon proceeded to give the player a second yellow card for the incident. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he kicked so, out of him and then sent him off? Yeah, because the player went, what the fuck are you doing? It went, right, see you That's later, That's it, mate. you're off, mate. Yeah, he basically... He, the, accidentally clipped the referee's heels when he was running, concentrating on something else. Yeah, he ran across and the referee each other. Got, the referee knocked over and just like kicked his leg out and said, yeah, you fucking can't do that. And Typical. tripped him up. Typical. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, number two, mm-hmm. uh, Graham Pohl. Yeah. Croatia versus Australia. Oh, you, the three yellows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 2006 World Cup when the official gave the quite distinctive figure of Josip Simjanic, not one, not two, but three yellow cards before producing a red card. He was sent home shortly after and never appeared, never appeared at a World Cup again. I, can't, I remember that. I remember the image of him sending him off very clearly, but I don't remember the fact, I don't remember how it really played out. So he had two yellow cards and he remained on the pitch and then he was given a third and then a red. Yeah, I think so. I think... Um, Crazy. Yeah, he just forgot. He just forgot that he'd given him a, a second yellow. Uh, his career uh, didn't, ha- uh, didn't suffer that much, though. He's, you know, he's been a, uh, a big name in the refereeing world since. Well, that is... That is true. <laughs> Number three is um, Paul Alcock. Well, I don't a, know if that's, that's his name or a, or a nickname. It's a fabulous British name, that. He's all got. <laughs> he's all, he's uh, definitely from Yorkshire. Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday versus Arsenal. Okay. Uh, this is the game in which Decanio, <clears throat> or Docanio as I've written, mm-hmm. uh, was shown a red card, uh, which he wasn't happy with, and he lightly pushed Alcock on being pointed towards a tunnel, but it was the fall. It was the, oh. it was the comedy dive almost. About 15 steps backwards and then fell over. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone talking about this on TV the other day and they said, I can't, the way they worded it was very funny. It said, oh, he fell over in segments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked rehearsed. It looked like, yeah. a, like, it, like something you'd see on Strictly and you'd be impressed if, if you know, Bill Bailey pulled off that move on Strictly or something. Um, I mean, he should have been booked himself for simulation, really. Yes, for sure. Give yourself yeah. a yellow card. Yeah. You can do that. I mean. They should be able to. And this is the last one. Yeah, this is the last one I've got for you now. The yep. uh, last uh, this is a referee called Bibiana Steinhaus. That is uh, one of the best names I've ever heard. Yes, this is a lady referee, right? Um, and she uh, refereed a game: Hertha Berlin versus Alemannia Aachen. <laughs> uh, Hertha Berlin were playing in it anyway. <laughs> The 31-year-old, uh, she first came to a worldwide attention when refereeing a second-tier game in Germany. Mm-hmm. So she was the first female referee to referee at that level. Nice. Um, Hertha player Peter Nemia attempted to pat the female official on the back, but as she moved around, he missed and touched her right breast. Oh, okay. That's awkward. Yeah. Steinhaus saw the funny side, luckily, glancing up at the player with a quizzical look. So she, he kind of went to, I guess, tap and say, like, well done or excuse me, move out of the way. Mm. Wasn't looking. And as she turned around, he just, he just ta- grabbed her breast. That's awkward. That's, <laughs> I'm glad she saw the funny side of it because that could have been a moment, you know, when retribution from a referee, like in the example in the French League between Nantes. Yeah. Uh, and the other team. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. She might have got took it badly and said, excuse me, you can't just grab my breast during a football match. No. In fact, you shouldn't grab anybody's breast. At all. No at breast any, grabbing. At any time. No, no times. Um, so that, was, uh, so it was, that wasn't her fault, that one. Not really. No, someone just inadvertently grabbed her breast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not well. Just don't. I mean, I'm not. We're not making light of it, luckily, because that is a serious thing. It it could be if it was an intentional breast grabbing. It w- it would be a serious thing. Yeah, yeah. But he did. He went for the back. He went for the back initially and ended up with the breast. Yeah. Yeah. Good day, all in all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the referees being silly. I like it. I like it a lot. 
Well, uh, so that that's your sort of not in my day plus extras done. I like it. I liked it a lot. Good. <laughs> uh, so. Your turn. It's come now. that time date. Oh, do you know what? Where are they now? Where are they now? Well, let's find out. So, Joe Cole, for me, is another one of those pundits, kind of like Michael Owen, where you think, this isn't really for you, is it? But they're doing it. Oh, they're doing, you know. I, lo- I love Joe Cole. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy, you know, but perhaps he's not necessarily the eloquent type that's uh, ripe for TV, you know? Does that does that mean though that just he shouldn't be on on TV doesn't, just because he's not eloquent? Doesn't mean that he shouldn't be on TV. No, it's well, just is that what you're saying? I mean, you hate Joe Cole, basically. <laughs> no, it just means that you know perhaps <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he might stitch himself up with some uh, yeah. perhaps poorly chosen or mischosen language. That's fine. That's Let, fine. Let's just say every now and then he might pull a Silifka Jertsen. He he could pull a Silifka Jertsen. Um, the second half is without, but Tottenham did what they had to do. Silifka Jertsen comes on. So yeah, he could he could do one of those. That's not Joe Cole, to be clear. <laughs> that's so that, that would be weird. That if was, he'd done it as well. That was Kevin Phillips, of course. Okay, so Joe Cole accidentally called Barcelona's academy the Masala live on air. <laughs> So, Joe Cole accidentally referred to Barcelona's legendary youth academy called La Masia uh, as the Masala in an unfortunate slip of the tongue <laughs> on BT Sport. It is great. Uh, this is it, it's sort of, to me, this is Michael Owen reminiscent, really, you know, with all his brilliant vocal gaffes. So, Cole provided yeah. punditry for the game on BT Sport and discussed the Blaugrana's young players. However, he must have had curry on his mind. The former Chelsea man stated, I'm interested in watching the younger players tonight. The Pedris, the Serginio Dests, the next generation of the Masala, the academy there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, the, the funny thing about this is that they have not long signed Serginio Dest for something like 20, 30 million from another team. He he, he hasn't touched oh. La Masia. He hasn't been through that. He's American. He's not, he's not from the Masala. He's, no, he's, he's, no, he's from America. He's <laughs> so here's a recording of it. I think this should work here. So there is a bit of promise for this Barcelona team. There is, it is evolving slightly, but I'm interested to watch the younger players tonight, the Pedris, the Dest, you know, the next generation of the, of the, of the, the, the Masala. The academy there, you know. So, <laughs> I don't know. If we... <laughs> so, he, I mean, he wasn't sure. He just had a go. He, he had, had a punt, he had, didn't he? He had a go. He had a crack at it, you know, and I respect that. Uh, it had that rising I inflection. I noticed that no one, no one helped him out either. They just sort of let him squirm. No, that's it. Let him get on with it. Yeah. But it had that rising inflection on the end of it to almost saying, I don't know if this is correct. The masala? You know, like, is it? <laughs> it sounds like a word I've heard before. <laughs> So it must be that. Yeah, it must be that, yeah. So Pedri and Dest were both... Oh, I didn't realise this. Pedri, young Spanish player, but he was actually a summer arrival. He was bought from La Palma and Dest was bought from Ajax. So I... I okay, to both of them. Uh, so they didn't progress through the La Masia Academy. Despite that, the clear talking point was Cole's complete butchering of La Masia and fans were quick to react. And here's some tweets from fans. Oh, Twitter is vicious, isn't it? Straight onto it. <laughs> Dest, a top-tier 24 million quid product of the Masala Academy, is one tweet. Uh, they've got a young Sarcastic. lad coming through called Jow Frazy, says someone. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the curry puns are coming out now. I've heard Good. they've got young talent. a young talent called Sam Osa, says another Twitterer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know this reference, but Joe Cole referring to La Masia as Masala reminded me of the time when Ashley Cole couldn't even read Espanol. So, oh, uh, God. Uh, having a go at all the Coles now. That's it. Uh, so, what about you know, um, Peter Schmeichel? Peter Schmeichel, yeah, or Peter Czech, yeah. even yeah, perhaps. Peter Czech, yeah, even, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, it, it's uh, interesting that uh, this slip up as 
come regarding a team that are famous for playing the Tikataka. Oh, okay. Okay, now we've started. And apparently Ronald Koeman uh, wanted to play 4-4-2, but they have a none of that formation, are they? Oh, okay, good. Just trying to think of curry curry ones now. Oh, yeah. Something to do with... Something to do with onion bargies. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll come back to it. I guess, come back to you know, me. a lot come of footballers have got in hot water, haven't they, recently, about having chapatis when they shouldn't in lockdown? Oh, that's, I just, I, I was just literally just about to say that one. <laughs> literally just about to say that one. Oh. Mm. Well, that's it then, is it? That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we could talk briefly about the uh, Barcelona PSG game. It's kind of topical in a sense. No. No? All right then. <laughs> lost. And that's where they are now. That's quite nice though, that the, those curry puns, because um, I was going to say, don't pun yourself out, because uh, we've got some, haven't we? We're there now, aren't we? That's it, yeah. <laughs> it's come oh, that time. Pundiful like current oh, puns. Punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. <sighs> yeah, uh, and, and uh, so we um, go on. We asked our good friend, friend, friend of the show. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, the, red the, at the, Red Kitch on Instagram. The pun you king. Want to give him a follow. The king pun. Is it, do people are, people are open to that? Are they just sat giving their handles out so they get more followers? Is that I mean, how it works? it's it is called a social media, so I I don't think. Yeah, he and can. he is an influencer. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the pictures of him, you know, showcasing the the, the sort of clothing that uh, you'd see on page three is is it's been really influential on me. So yeah, go ahead yeah. and follow so, at Redkitch. I, I, I messaged him on uh, Instagram and I said because he's been so prolific in providing us with puns. He's been the pun. And king. I said, uh, I said, hey, would you like to suggest a pun topic for us to uh, so me and Joe can have a go at them on the podcast? And he replied, <laughs> "What podcast?" Typical. <laughs> Doesn't even no, he listen. Didn't. No, he didn't. He was yeah, he was more than happy to oblige, and he has come up with football and space. space. What an excellent suggestion! Yeah, we've never thought of that. I mean, it just goes to show that a topic as large as space, which is literally, physically, and metaphysically the largest topic that there ever has been and that there ever could be, that we haven't even thought of it. Yes, you know. No, I know. And space is massive, isn't it? It's super massive. It's super actually. massive. Yeah, it's that is that is a term that they use when I googled space terms. I believe that you can fit one million Earths inside the sun. Did you know that? I don't think I think I think that's that's a bit of an exaggeration. But anyway, no, it's not. Um, ask Jesus. <laughs> He's floating around there somewhere. He'll know. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got some puns. Um, should we go? Should we do it? Can I? Can I just preface this? Can I just preface this by saying that some of these are in the sentence format, and some of oh, them God. are stretchy. Uh, and one of them you okay. might not get because you don't even like that film franchise. But you know, um, yeah. I'm open to suggestion. Shall I go first? I've got ten, by the way. Have go you got ten. Go. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. There's so this is lo- football and space. I interrupt you. You did. We don't. We'll cut. We'll edit that out. Don't worry. But no one will ever know. We won't. This is football and space. Go. There's life somewhere, George. Weyer out there in space. <laughs> That's your first one. That's my first one. Weyer out there Jesus. in space. There's life somewhere. Weyer. That's that. Okay. Uh, my first one is um, Rocket Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. Like it, like it, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it. A. Merrick, Le Portal Through the Multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. He's back. He's you got like, the most pun-friendly name. You get him in every week, don't you? Yeah, I try to. Um, I've got Jupiter Schmeichel. Oh, Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. Donny Van de Beetlejuice. Donny Van de Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. The film? No, the giant planet that's just like one of the largest planets that we are aware of in the... No, not... Oh, 
Didn't learn about that one in the. Uh, it's not in our. It's not in our galaxy then. In our solar system. It's not in our solar system. No. I'm. I'm I must have been. Uh, space is a bit beyond me. Literally. Next one I've got is Apollo Pogba. Apollo. Very good. Apollo Pogba. Apollo Pogba. Uh, Do you know what? I just thought of another one thinking of Apollo. Greek gods as a pun category. Perhaps. Perhaps. Sadio Manade mission to Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, okay. What about, what about, I haven't done anything to this, Mark over Mars. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Orbiting over Mars. Is Mark. Mm. Yeah. Serginio Destination Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samir Nasseri. <laughs> oh, it's my favourite. I love it. Samir Nasseri. Brilliant. Yeah. I had to say it again, obviously. The National uh, Ast- Astronaut Space Academy. That one. Yeah, not the other, not to be confused with the other NASA that, like, uh, I don't know, don't do that. Uh, Miriam Planets. Miriam. Planets. Miriam Pjanic. Come on. Oh, right. Yes, sorry. (laughs) That's good. I mean, they're better when you have to explain them. Always. Um, Thomas Gravity. You, I think he's a favourite of yours. You, you seem to like bringing him into the <laughs> podcast. He's long gone. He retired early. He had a sort of an interesting career, uh, but he was a relatively sort of meh kind of player. But you always, he always seems to appear. You know, I like it's his it. eyes it's his, <laughs> and his shiny head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this he looks like a planet. Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy Fabian Shah Shah away. Oh my god, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back down to earth. Okay. Oh no, you're not. Um, They're about space. No, actually, <laughs> and then I'm going back out again. Yep. Uh, I had to pop back for a wee. <laughs> um, Wayne Mooney. I mean, that's of course. How did I think of that? Brilliant. Yeah. Did you know that the Voyager missions? recently discovered a higher Daniel per density of space outside the solar system. <laughs> did you, did you mean, know that? Yeah, did you, you, you struggled with this today. Didn't you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I've got another Wayne Rooney one. Okay. Uh, Milky Wayne Rooney. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Milky Thanks. Way. No, Rooney. Yeah. Henrik Mikaturian's belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Better. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I can't believe you didn't get Miriam Planets. That was the one I was the, the closest to an actual pun that I've got. Yeah, I'm I'm not, I I don't I know more space than I do footballers. Clearly, so. clearly. Yeah. Um Neil Spaceshipily. <laughs> Spaceship. Yeah, nice. Spaceship. Well, how do you get? How are you going to get space? No, I'm not questioning I'll that. Go, I'll go space. in my spaceship. With a spaceship, yeah. Ellie, yeah. I'll go in my spaceship, Ellie. <laughs> Neil. Franco background beraziation. Franco background. Do it again. <laughs> Franco background beraziation. Beraziation. Yeah. Radiation. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and my last one is Ian Meteorite. Excellent. Excellent. I must say, good. yours are more of the traditional pun type. Mine are more of the stupid, I couldn't come up with anything, so I'm going to squeeze them in type. Yeah, depending how we do these, uh, I don't know how you work, I will either Google the topic or I will go- and try and squeeze footballers into that, or I will Google footballers and try and squeeze the topic and this time i googled the topic and um maybe i came up with one of the uh bbc bite size key stage three because <laughs> <laughs> spaceship gravity yours was well, well some of the words i can't even 
th- begin how to say. No, I don't. I don't mean to, you know, sound like a like I'm smart in this area because I'm not. But I'd just like to make the point that I think you're right. I, I've I've brought up the subjects of the multiverse, the planet Beetlejuice, you know, yes. the density of space outside of our solar system, and background radiation. Exactly. So, and I said, I said, rocket and spaceship, <laughs> and the moon. Yeah, <laughs> oh, don't slag off the moon. The moon's we great. Be without it. Love the moon. Yeah, tides and that it does an important job. Yeah. Anyway, um, I enjoyed that. That was great. Thank you to Red Kits yeah. for that suggestion. Um, you know what? We haven't we'll done put much. A post out. Yeah, as we do usually. Shall we? Yeah. Blah blah blah. We shall. Do you know what we haven't done much recently? Is talk about uh, Patreon, have we? Well, you say recently. I mean, as recent as the last episode. Uh, did we say it in the last episode? Anyway, we've got a Patreon. If you go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash round the back, uh, there's a big button there that says donate. And what you can do is you can donate £3 a month or a, an amount of your choice that goes towards keeping round the back advert free and pays for our internet costs and such so that we're... Uh, you know, keeping this charitable podcast free for you and high quality as it is in both the presenting and other things. So you, if you go ahead and donate, if if you want. Well said. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, you, you, you could give £3 a month, but... It's your choice. Oh, it's your choice. It's your choice. It is. And that's how we'd like to keep it. Well, final... (laughs) Cheer up. Final word, Dave, to sum up the episode. Mm, Words. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina.